This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go with the podcast. I was just going to say five after ten on the fan. Uh, Not quite. Well, it is, but... We're taping this, so you'll hear this later. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Gary. Uh, quickly, birthday shout-out. Tomorrow, Danielle. It's a woman, Jerry. Danielle turns 38. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Boomer's hairdresser. Uh, boom- no, this is, uh, this, is, uh, this is a woman who one time slid into my DMs, Jerry, and she said, I know you want a job where you get credit where you don't like a lot of work. Yeah. What about being a conductor for an orchestra? That's a Which good I one. I thought was a great one because I don't. I honestly don't know what a conductor does. N- nor do I think you need to know what a conductor does to be a conductor because the people are going to play their instruments anyway. Wow, you just totally insulted all conductors. They're reading the music anyway. They know the songs. So you could go out she there and right. conduct an orchestra, the Philharmonic. There you go. Danielle, happy birthday, hon. She uh, turns thirty-eight tomorrow. Thirty-eight or thirty? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Good age. So a little old. No, she's 38. not. You're 51. You're a little old. She is Danielle, you're not old. You're doing great. Now, uh, her boyfriend, Bill, who uh, reached out to me, also says that when they drive down the Jersey Shore, they do two things on every trip on the drive. One is when they pass exit 69, they yell 69. All right. And the other is when they pass exit 100A that says Bradley Beach, they shout out hello to me. I don't get a hello. Jerry doesn't get a hello? That's great. Thanks, guys. He's at exit 117. Mm Mm-hmm. So why don't you work that in? Or 114 is fine. I get off there too. 114. So either one. Somewhere between 117 and 114. How about when you pass the art center? That'd be perfect. Give me a hello. Shout out to Jerry Recco. That would be nice. So that's Bill uh, Bill O'Brien and uh, Danielle. All right, Danielle. Happy birthday, even though you weren't saying hi to me. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Okay, Jerry, let's dig into this a little bit. Uh, You did listen to the Sam Harris podcast about free will and do we have free will. I have purchased his book on tape, which I will begin listening to on my ride home today to dig a little more deeper into it. Because I I I hope you have some food to stay awake. I don't have a full grasp of what he's talking about with free will. I have some grasp, but not a full grasp. What did you take on of out of do we have free will as human beings? I took it as another nonsense. That's what I took out of it. I did. Like because here's what I took from it. He sounded like the. 
the type of guy that is highly educated is a, I'm not knocking him. He clearly thinks more than most of us and he's got a great vocabulary. But you can't ask me the question, you can't tell me that we don't have free will, that our brain is basically just telling us what to do. You're essentially saying we're all robots and we really have no control over anything. Yet at the same time, he talks about how education and upbringing basically sets forth your path for the future, which I completely agree with. That's true. That's how you become the person you are, your life experience and your education and what you've done with the people around you, no doubt. But to sit there and say it doesn't make a difference, like this whole thing about life being scripted, he'll sit there and say life is about choices, but we're not making the choices. It's a, it's a little far-fetched for me. I, like, I think on. he is saying you're making the choices, but you're not free to choose anything. It's not, it's, you're not, you don't have free will on that. Your choices are limited to your current existence, your past uh, life experiences. So you're not really free to choose. How? Well, I'll give you an example. He did not give this. I was just thinking mm -hmm. these. So let's say there's a, somebody who is, a, as a child, they're a sexually abused, they're mentally abused, they're physically abused, and that person becomes a serial killer. Did that person choose to become a serial killer, or did all of these things... Again, your experiences shape the person you become. Right, but... But there are he, many people but that, he, but that person would not have chosen those experiences or chosen the results. There are also killer. many people that have those experiences and don't become serial killers. Right. You so, get the proper help to fight the demons you have that were not your fault. That, but that's not free will to me. That is, you were physically abused. The person that gets murdered in the street didn't choose to be murdered and have his life end. That was someone else doing a horrendous act to another human being and having no regard for other people's feelings or that the one he talked about um was it him talking about how life is screwed he, he didn't say life is scripted but that it's basically it is what it is you know it's luck he said luck so well luck so, can be sure i mean you can be james dolan and right be so. born into wealth you could be someone else that's born into a crack house that's absolutely true it's luck but it's also two people Doing what they do to make a child. Right, but that child then does isn't the child didn't choose that. Right, but free will is making decisions. But he's saying that He was basically saying your inner thoughts are not yours. Well, they're based on they're not they're not completely free, I think is what he was saying. But they are free. You still make the decision to go that at the end of the day, whether you grew up in a horrendous home, a good home, there are plenty of people that come out of crappy neighborhoods that do a lot of good with their life because they chose a different path. They all might have had very similar backgrounds, but at the end of the day, someone influenced. You're definitely influenced. I, I don't disagree with that at all. But this notion that we don't think for ourselves, because that is what he was saying. He was basically saying your upbringing, in a way, is basically going to decide what you do. And I don't buy that. I'm sorry, I don't, because that would tell me that every kid that's born into a bad family turns into a bad person, and that's not true. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I don't. That's not true. Right. Correct. Okay. So, using the example he used in this podcast, he talked. He said to you, "Think of a movie." Yes. Right. And you think of a movie. Sure. He's saying you, if 
if ever there was a choice of free will, it was mm-hmm. all I'm asking you to do is name a movie. Yes. Then he said, think of a different movie. So he really has you think of three movies. Absolutely. Now, he says you don't have free will in that, in that you're not free to choose any movie. Why? Because you don't know all the movies. I don't, but that's knowledge. That's education. Right, but but it's still, which is what his he's fighting, is that you you don't have free will to choose any movie because there are movies you've never heard of that do exist in our movies. But that's not free will. That's what you know. Then there are movies that you know that you chose not to name. Sure. Like your brain, for whatever reason, chose three movies. My brain went to my favorite movies right off the top. I mean, I immediately, I thought Beverly Hills Cop, I thought The Godfather, I thought Rocky. I love those series of movies. So to me... Right, so he that was my choice to watch them and my choice to enjoy them. Right, but he didn't ask you to choose your three favorite movies. Your brain chose those based on your experience. Right. Thus, it wasn't free to choose uh, anything. It was only semant- choosing. This based is semantics. On your- when I think of free will, I think of the right to make decisions and to process information as it comes. This is the problem I have with everybody that says the world is scripted, which is the biggest load of shit. <laughs> The biggest load of crap, crap that I've ever heard. And the example I will always give is if if life is scripted and things happen for a reason, for the good of the world, please give me the good for the family that has a two-year-old that has brain cancer and dies. Right, but but the religious people— I'm not talking No, no, I'm people. saying the religious, the religious people say it's free will because it goes against— the, people don't want to blame— who they see as God. So what they'll say is, well, we as individuals have free will, therefore it's a, it therefore it explains why somebody murders somebody in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Well, I, I, I listen, I'm not getting into the religion part of this. No, I'm just saying because... that uh, the, the free will argument gets used there a lot when people say, oh, you're religious and, and you love and you think God rules everything, then why would God take my baby? You know? I agree with that. That to me is nothing. That, that's a but different, they'll say that person who murdered has free them. will. I'm only going with what I heard and okay. what I believe. And like I like I give you this example because you were thinking so was I. And listen, I have a lot of people in my family that say this whole uh, God works in mysterious yes. ways. There's a reason. No, there's not. I'm sorry. There's not a reason for everything. Crap just happens. And anytime I always bring up the you know the child and. You know, so, well, you know, there things happen for a reason. No, I, I'm so, it doesn't work for me. And, you know, like I'll give you this example because one of my cousins once said to me, well, how do you not know that that child wasn't brought into a Shangri-La in heaven? And, uh, okay, and how about the pain and suffering the family now goes through for the next 30 or 40 or 50 years on earth? So then I would present to you this. If I told you right now that... Well, you're 51. Let's say you're going to make to 100, just for argument's sake. You, you're going to live another, another 50 years. If I told you right now that your sister or your mom, whatever, was brutally murdered, and then 10 years from now told you it was a scam, they weren't, here they are, and here's $10 million for dealing with your pain and suffering. Was the 10 years worth it? No. Because you would have lived a life of pain and suffering. And I'm only talking about 10 years, and then they actually appear again, and then you get this amazing reward, and you can live the rest of your life like, wow. That, it, 
So it doesn't work if, uh, for me. If the child gets this heavenly Shangri-La, those of us on earth are still suffering. So Suffering in the worst possible way. I couldn't imagine losing a child, let alone a one-year-old, a two-year-old, a three-year-old that's so defenseless and helpless. And yet there are people that will say it happened for a reason. Uh, yeah, it happened for a reason, but not the reasons we're thinking, at least not in my opinion. It's no. a very interesting conversation, yeah, yeah. all of it. Another interesting one that I had thought of, and I didn't get this from the podcast, just my own thinking. So we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Right, sure. Right. So there are people, and I don't know if you're one of them, but there are people that feel like, you know, I met, you know, you met your wife or you met your husband and it was meant to be and it was... Don't believe in any of that either. And your kids are your kids because you two met and all this stuff. So I wonder for 9-11 widows, men and women, sure, who then... Uh, years later, because we're at 20 years now, met somebody else, married somebody else, had children with somebody sure. else. So they now have this child or children. Were they meant to meet this new person and have this child? And if so, it had to be the death of their first husband. Right. So why don't we care about their life? No, I'm, I'm saying so. Was it meant to be that their husband or wife died in 9-11? No. No, I don't believe that. Because if that was the case, why do we have more than, why are more marriages ending in divorce than, than not? So that was meant to be, to, to have a horrendous marriage and fight nonstop right. and find your husband or your wife cheating with the, the postman. That was meant to be, right? Like that was, that's why we did this. Hey, look, I found him in the car getting a BJ from uh, the neighbor. <laughs> Eddie, you can't grab that because guess what, Eddie? That can't go on but, the uh, air. But I think for every, <laughs> I think for every person that wants to believe that you are meant to be with the person you're with, yeah, I can find a dozen other examples of the person who's living through hell because they married the wrong person. Right. So is your life because you finally found Gina? Is your life, you know, more meaningful than the person who found someone ten years ago and has since divorced? and broke and living back with their parents at the age of 52 because their paychecks garnished and give I mean crap just happens and you have to deal with the with the consequences I I don't to me I think we I think as humans we overthink way too much I really do there's a I grew up in a I went to Catholic grammar school I went to Catholic high school and I love the teachings of the Catholic Church but I'll tell you, I hope to hell there's something up there. But if you're asking me if I think there is, no. There's way too much, there's just way too much crap that goes on in this world that tells me the opposite. And then I and I all get the, the tweets from people. Oh, would you like to come read the No, I don't. You read it and you believe what you want to believe, and I will hope. Because I'll tell you what, there's more value in my hope than in your belief. All right. Hope. Without hope, you've got balls. Right. <laughs> it's true. Honestly. Without hope, you got balls. And not good balls. No balls. Like, if you ever think about, if you ever think about, believe, like, I love the Sean T podcast, Trust and Believe. I hate the name, but I, I just, I like him, and I like the podcast. But if you ever actually think about the words, you know, trust, believe, faith. I'll give you, here's an example. And you see it all the time, and I, I see it a lot now coaching a lot of kids. You'll see the parents, 
not my son. He wouldn't do that. Why is that? Well, we taught him the right way, and I believe in him, and I trust he'll make the right decisions. Meantime, your son's the biggest jackass running because he's doing everything behind your back. So what what did that trust get that parent? Thoughts? Nothing, because it's basically a meaningless word. There's really nothing to it. And so people that live their life with this grand old notion that I believe in you and I trust in you, you're going to take it right up the ass probably. (laughs) I'm not saying all. I think there are very good relationships, I think. But that notion is, it's false. It just is. There's more people doing the wrong thing than anybody can believe. Would you not agree with that? I would agree with that. So where did that trust and believe get you? How about something like, here's another random one. Uh, Kenny Albert. Mm -hmm. Do you think Kenny Albert became a broadcaster? Do you think Kenny Albert would have become a broadcaster if Marv Albert was a plumber? I think he would have had every opportunity to. Doesn't mean he would have been. I mean, I, you know, you can look at Chris Carino's son right now is taking up broadcasting in high school. I saw the article written about him uh, a few weeks ago. You know, my son is getting to the age now where he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. And he's got that right to make that decision. I don't think my son wants to get into broadcasting because one of the things he has said to me is the lack of sleep I get. Like, he likes the fact that I'm home every day, and he thinks my hours are awesome and all that, but he likes to sleep. And he has said he would prefer a more normal routine than what I do, and if this is what my business is, he's not so sure he wants to get into it. But he likes sports, and that's an influence in my life that was given to my kids immediately because that's all we do. Um, So I think, I just think it's what you grow up enjoying. You know, it's certainly been not to take away. Kenny's awesome. Do I think it's a little easier for kids in the business, kids whose parents are in the Of course, absolutely. What's the word? For, what do they call that? What's that word? Nepotism. Yeah, that's true. But as we've talked about, you still have to be good at it. You have you to be up. good. Like Kenny Albert will get the interview because his dad was Marv. But if Kenny's no good, Kenny's not getting the Nick and Ranger job. That's not happening. Kenny's damn good at what he does. Same with Noah Eagle. Noah's very good. Sure. If no, again, Noah would get the interview. You got to be good though. So, but that to me again, you make that decision. It's up to you. So, what is somebody who's is Kenny Albert have a have a uh, better chance of choosing his free will of wanting to be a broadcaster than not Kenny Albert? Does have but it's not free will. A, it's a matter. You know how many people want to be Kenny Albert? It's a matter of making the decision to do it and working at it. Kenny Albert wasn't born and bam, you're going to be a broadcaster. He had a want. Like I said, I mean, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of broadcasters whose kids don't want to get into broadcasting. It's what you like. It's like, was it my free will to listen to that stupid podcast? It was. You gave me a suggestion. I thought about it. I figured, you know what? It'll be good for the podcast. But based on what this guy's telling me, nope. I had no decision in that. No, we still have decisions. Uh, he's not saying that. But that, that to he's me is saying, what free will is, though. But he, but his point, I believe, is that the decisions you're making are based on only the knowledge you have and thus not fully free. Sure. But I don't know how – but how else – 
But how else can you do things? That's why. What's the what's no, the term? He, he Knowledge is power. He doesn't have an answer for it. He's just saying we don't. He's just making a statement. We don't have free will, and here's why. Because again, you he's too, he's too smart for his own good. You didn't choose your parents. You didn't choose to be born in the United States. Because a sperm hit an egg. Right. So we didn't choose that. But how can you? How can something that doesn't exist choose anything? Right. This is a guy that to me no, is too a- smart for his own good. I really believe that. I no no. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. Like I think he looks at life. Remember I said to you last week, like you ever actually sit down and think like what the hell is the all yes. this? Yes. This to me sounds like a guy who not only thinks that, but then wants to explore it and can come up with it with an answer and gives us cockamamie bullcrap that is even too deep for him. It's very deep. But he can throw these big words at you and sound smarter. At the end of the day, we are what we are. Apparently, not allowed to make our own thoughts or make <laughs> our own decisions. No, you can, but aye, it's based aye, aye. on a limited. Here's my free resources. will. I'm not listening to him anymore. Damn it, Jerry! You are. Here's you, my free will. You don't I'm not, have a choice. I'm not paying you fifteen dollars a month. You do not have a choice to annoy Jerry. me all weekend, and that was my free will. I was annoyed all weekend by listening to that. You are. I was actually going to. Re- I actually wanted to listen to it again because I wanted. I had to listen I was, to it again. But here's why. So when I was listening to it, I was driving to my son's baseball game Friday. I'm like, oh, I got to write that down. But I was driving. Right. I'm like, you know what? I got to listen to it again sometime this weekend because I want to write down all this stuff I don't agree. Like that whole thing about being a rock collector. If you had free will, what was that? I don't, How about I the do... fact that you're going to miss out a whole life on being a rock? Good, <laughs> please. If I ever get to the point where I become a rock collector and that's my passion, put me out of my misery. But why would someone have a... They like rocks. Why do you like? Why do you like to be boring, as you like to say? Right. Well, th- I think that's part of his point. Why? Because of uh, like a rock collector. Because I think you're not s- a person who's not randomly deciding to be a geologist. There's something because they're interested, right? But they're interested. Something in their life sparked an right. interest. Now, what you do with that interest is up to. I love hockey. I love hockey, but I don't opt to play it anymore. I'd love to. I don't have time. Doesn't mean that something's telling me not to do it. I'm making the decision not to do it. People like rock. People like weird porn. Do not look at me, Jerry. I'm not looking at you. But I mean, there are people that want to suck a foot. Right, and that is based on weirdness. That, I don't know, that but they, to each his own. That they got comfort in their mother's feet crawling around on the floor when they were babies. Whatever. You're definitely shaped by your past and your education. It's what makes you the person you are. I'm surprised you didn't say you have no free will because your parents forced you into school to not make you a dummy. I mean, is that next? Is that what we want? All uneducated idiots roaming the streets? No, we don't want that. Okay. Let's end with this, Jerry. The great philosopher's rush once said, (laughs) I will choose free will. I thought there was no free will. If you, if you, what's how do they, what's the line? If you, I will choose for you. I don't know. A cho- if you have not made a choice, you still have. You're something. better at this than I am. Yeah, I forgot that with one. The anyway, uh, listen to Rush today. <laughs> Free will. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program. That was an interesting discussion. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, I got a story about Kelly Clarkson pooping in a bucket. So we'll get back to normal tomorrow, Jerry. <laughs> and whatever we'll see you want. You on the warm up show at five. So. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Kearney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit kearneybank.com for details. Ooh. We are in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri. We had an action-packed weekend. We drove in in a monsoon, but we are all here. Albert, Jack, Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. I, sounds like we have a sponsor for the warm-up show now. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Kearney Bank. Carney Bank? Yeah, Kearney. I think it's Carney Bank. Kearney. Carney. Kearney, Kearney Carney. Bank. Kearney Carney. <laughs> Jerry, I uh, realized this this morning, and this is something I should have known a very long time ago. It's uh, science, whether you believe in science or not. This is. I believe in science, you yes. You do, okay. I do. A lot of people go, follow the science. Uh, I followed the science on this one, Jerry. Turns out, if you, I have a very, I get very annoyed when my coffee becomes lukewarm. And it seems to happen very quickly. Turns out, if you don't put milk or anything in it, doesn't get cold as quickly. Stays hot for a longer time. Well, yeah, because you're putting a cold substance exactly. into hot. Exactly. You're just Jerry. figuring this out. Well, because I feel, I feel like I just put a squirt of milk or a squirt of almond milk in it. Shouldn't cool the whole thing off. No, but it does take away a little bit of the it heat. It does take away a little bit of, of the heat. Of course it does. Yeah, so. You know that. I suppose I know that, You Jerry, know that. But Stop. it just really hit me today. Like, wow, I should just start. And I'm drinking black coffee now because that's what men do, Jerry. Men drink black coffee. I don't know if you're a bit of a wuss that puts uh, milk in yours. So I sometimes use almond milk. I'm all over the place. I'll go through phases, black yeah. coffee for weeks. Then I'll do the the flavored creamer for weeks, yeah. then milk for weeks. You change it up. I do change it up. By the way, a little uh, tease and promo Ooh. for the podcast later. Yes. I listen to your podcast. Which I one have is some this? thoughts. Which podcast? About free will. We will discuss oh, that later. okay. Oh, you were yeah. I listened to it again on the way home as well. I was more confused. And the fact that you thought that that guy was engaging. Yeah, I like him. I had to eat to stay awake. It's Sam Harris. Good lord, wake up, Jesus! Listen, he's very casual. Some no, people, he's casual. He's boring as hell. Some people are like me, Jerry. We have nice, smooth radio you voices. You think that you have free will? Yes. I'll ask you this. Wake up! Oh, my God. All right, well, we'll discuss. That's the post-game podcast piece. That's coming up on the podcast. All right. (laughs) Jerry, a lot of baseball action over the weekend. Number one, if you love strikeouts, uh, go back and watch the Met game on Saturday. I'll pass, thanks. There were a total of 28 strikeouts in that game. I added them up. It's a lot. Uh, DeGrom had 14 strikeouts, and I guess the other guy, uh, the other... The other team. The other team... Uh, had uh, uh, 14 strikeouts. It's a lot of strikeouts. It's 28 strikeouts. Now, if a strikeout is three strikes, I don't know how much 28 times three is. Right. But that's a lot of swings and misses. 28, 56, is it 84? I do that quickly? I do that right? Something like that. Is that right, Eddie? Quickly? Is that 84? 28 times three? 28 times three. Yeah, it is. It's 84. 84. Yeah. But but you you know what's funny about that? And this is where... You want so like yesterday I was watching Scherzer 
and uh, Kershaw. Our game oh. got count, unfortunately got rained out late in the day, and so I settle in. And uh, you know the the Masters bored the hell out of me, and yeah. I love golf. I had no interest in this. Turns out golf is boring. Well, it is when you've got no personalities playing. Yeah. It was just blah. How about that dude that was uh, going nuts who got barefoot who went in the lake and was then that when Billy he, Horschel? Yeah, and then when that he who that was? when he when he screwed up, he slammed his clubs right into down. his bag. Yes, and he also slipped down the hill. Yeah. before he was going in the water. That well, what, seems not boring. It was boring yesterday. It was. I'm sorry, and I love golf. Boring. Uh, so I found myself watching Scherzer and Kershaw with the Nationals and the Dodgers. Two pitchers dueling, Jerry. And they had like, honestly, there was like 18,000 people at Dodger Stadium. It looked it looked legit. Like, it was cool. Spaced out, but it was pretty good. And there was atmosphere. But, you know, you're watching them. And the one thing about DeGrom, you love watching him. He throws too many pitches, though. He strikes a lot of guys out. The yeah. problem with that is it drives your pitch count up so quick. Now, he ended up going eight innings. I know that. Which but- I was surprised by. Yeah, but I guess my point is you'd rather, you know, pitch a little more contact Yeah, and stay in the game longer. Saturday Correct. was fine with the eight innings, but there's too many six-inning starts for him, and we know they can't score for him, so he never wins. He actually, not only did he not get a win, he lost. He yeah, got, no, he lost. He got a loss throwing eight innings, 14 strikeouts. Now, it's only two games. How does the How is this working out with your theory of DeGrom not going up against the other ace? Not well. They're 0-2 when he starts. Well, I, I don't even know who that Marlins pitcher was. I didn't. I don't who, either. Who shut the Mets down? Shut them down. It doesn't matter. Degrom pitches. They don't score. They you don't. could pitch. This happened to uh, Johan Santana. I recall when I was uh, watching the Mets back in uh, 07, 08. Do you think? And this is something that I've thought of before. Do you think that players just tense up or put too much pressure on themselves to match Degrom's effort no. at the plate? I think they relax and they go. We got the Grom. We don't even. We barely need to score. Uh, when they're pitching a scrub pitcher, they're like, "We better get some runs." We got a scrub pitcher on the mound. I guess it's that's just, right. it's not working. That's for sure. And then how about the Yankees treating the Tampa Rays like a bunch of punks, just plunking them left and right, and the Rays doing nothing about it? No, they just won. They took two or three. So you can tell me they did nothing about it. The yeah, Rays they, punked them. They did nothing about they it. They took two out of three from the Yankees. The Yankees are terrible against the Rays. And by the way, we're within four or five outs from losing again yesterday. The Yankees stuffed the Rays in a locker room, though, Jerry. No, they didn't. They lost two out of three. They said, meet me in the Sorry. Meet me in the park at three. You're Here's what I'll take. Up. I'd That's rather win did. two out of three and get thrown at a couple of times than that happened. Four. They drilled four Rays hitters. Yeah. And the Rays did nothing. Yeah, they won. I mean, you keep saying they did nothing. They won. Is this important, winning games, Jerry? They Is this won. What you're saying? Yes, it's important. Are you kidding me? Please. Mm. They're, they got the same record. Here we go. Yeah, he's not off to a great start. And nothing happened in that Met game. We thought we would get a little brouhaha action uh, from the bat flip and from, uh, what was the other thing we the people uh, were mad The Conforto at? hit the Conforto, by pitch. The uh, Conforto leaning in and getting hit by pitch. We did not get any uh, action no. in that. No, but, 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 yeah, wait, that's what you're saying. We discussed this on Friday. I said, do you come right back at them or do you do it at a later time? So this is what the Rays might do with the Yankees. (laughs) No, the Rays are just going to beat the Yankees. Oh, what if they threw one at Giancarlo Stanton's face? Then he'll miss four months. (laughs) Not at his face. What's wrong with you? The guy broke his jaw already. That's why, like, you got to think wrestling, Jerry. Work the face. No, you don't work the face. You work the face on these guys. throw at his rear end. Well. That's what you do. 
Then I see uh, Aaron Judge is back in the lineup, and he blamed his um, injury on, uh, quote, too many hundred swings before and after games practicing. Hundreds of swings he's doing, Jerry. That's a bit much. Hundreds before games and after games. You know, we always forget they have that batting cage underneath the stands. Is that right? You know that. I've never seen it. Uh, Well, you've never been there. Craig went and isn't that where he faced Mariana Rivera? Oh, yeah, I was there then. (laughs) So you have seen it. Oh, my God. Richard says he got a hit off him, too. It was like a foul ball. First of all, Marion Rivera threw the ball at 70 miles an hour, not 95. And Craig basically fouled it off behind him. Correct. That doesn't count. I did see uh, Evan, a video of Evan taking, hitting uh, batting practice, but not balls, like freely thrown balls or balls from a machine. Pitching machine? No. No, that thing where it's on the swivel, the ball on the swivel. Okay. He was Why? Sl- I don't know. Where was this? I think in his backyard. When uh, was this? I, over the weekend. I think he's just trying to fill up that. Uh, well, he's got his Twitter baseball season starting. Yeah. I think they're just trying to fill up that TikTok channel of theirs with stuff, and it was on there. Oh, that's where the content was? Yeah, but they, in order for people to see it, they put it on Twitter. I feel too old for TikTok. Me too. I'm out. I'm not joining TikTok. No, I, I agree. Not I also interested. feel like we're kind of moving beyond it already. Yeah. We're already past. Jerry, you and I are already on to the next thing. Which is what? I don't want to tell people because we're <laughs> early adopters. Can you at least take a look during the break so we sound like we know what we're talking about? We're very early adopters, Jerry. Early adopter. Yeah. I will take a look at that because Evan doing something athletically is always funny. Yeah. Or at least trying to do something athletically. Now, uh, yesterday's Met game was uh, rained out after they started the game and played for seven minutes. Correct. Which First inning. Doesn't make much sense. Marcus Stroman, understandably so, not happy with the decision. Sure. He was a starting pitcher. And now he's got to sit out for a few Now days. he can't pitch for another couple days. I don't know why, though. I get you don't want him to pitch today. He didn't pitch yesterday. Exactly. Why can't he come back in two days? I don't know. I, th- uh, come back today. What about pitch today? So, you p- <laughs> I'm so tired. Baseball. And that's not his fault. That's baseball's I lunacy. love baseball. Baseball sucks, though. <laughs> In so many different ways. You said it, Jerry. It is just, it's tough to watch sometimes. As much as I enjoy it, there are just some things about it that are just awful. Masters boring. Baseball sucks. There, um, da, 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 the I fan. can't argue with you right now. Oh, There's a lot that I don't like about it. Yeah, that was stupid that they started that game. Yeah, I, you know, it's... So we had a game yesterday, too. We were supposed to play a doubleheader. And... Early in the morning, the other team said, we can't play here. There's no chance. It's already raining, and the forecast is bad. And so I'm looking at three different forecasts to try and figure out if we could play by us because it wasn't raining in the morning. And so we tentatively scheduled a game for 4 p.m. One forecast said the rain was starting any minute and wasn't going to stop until basically today. Another forecast said it was like 50% chance of rain throughout the day. And we had windows with no rain. And then another forecast said it wasn't going to rain at all. Not not at all, but like drizzle here and there. Who knows? So my guess is they were looking at one of the models that thought they'd be able to play through it. And then once it started, it just never stopped. Here's what we learned from, I believe, Matt Hammer told us this. But at the start of coronavirus, they stopped sending as many planes in the sky to do to check weather. So we're not getting as accurate weather reports Due to coronavirus. Well, how about Saturday? That's who I blame. Saturday was supposed to be lousy. Saturday turned out to be gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. 
Saturday was a really nice day. So coronavirus has also ruined predicting the weather. So we're blaming coronavirus on the Met game then. Really? I suppose I am blaming coronavirus. I would say that that's, that's yeah, that's based on what you just said. Coronavirus shut the Met game down There's on Sunday. interesting thing I was reading about coronavirus over the weekend. That, virtu- that the scientists now say virtually zero cases came from surfaces. That so, it's all... All in the air. Spit. So all of this wiping of surfaces and Purell spray, useless. Right. I can't go back. But I do think the Purell has been good from the standpoint of, do you know anybody that's gotten the flu? No. I mean, I feel like that has been completely pushed to the side because everybody's hygiene practices have been better. Or we just told everybody they got coronavirus instead. Uh, Maybe. You know, I don't know. You could be right. I have Although no idea. they would have had to be tested for it. True. So that's fair. You would think. That's interesting, though. Are you still doing the Lysol wipes everywhere? Uh, yeah, but I was doing that before coronavirus. That's just uh, getting uh, the the junk from uh, former uh, current WFA and employees off stuff. Have you seen some of the surfaces around here? Yeah, well, when I came back Whoa. in and uh, the keyboard that I was using, Eddie doesn't use because he uses another keyboard. Right. I wiped that one down the first day back. The thing was black schmutz schmutz you know what you know what drives me nuts when i come in and someone clearly was at my desk well not mine but at the desk i sit at during my shift and there's like leftover rice you know like because someone clearly got like chinese food or something (laughs) because you can see the garbage yeah in the in the garbage pile you can see the little containers and there's like little pieces of rice like can you clean up like come on right throw your rice out gross Jerry, earlier you mentioned Carney Bank and that they're a new sponsor here, which is interesting because I actually used Carney Bank to get my mortgage on my Bradley Beach place. No I'm, kidding. I'm coming up on a one-year anniversary. I started doing the mortgage through one of the big banks, quote-unquote big banks, Jerry. And then uh, I could barely get callbacks. The guy, my mortgage dude, was in another time zone. And the final straw was he went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> And someone in uh, Bradley Beach recommended Carney Bank, and I hooked up with my mortgage man, Dave. I'm not giving you his last name because he probably doesn't want it out there. Just call and ask for Dave. But Dave was very accessible. He, I was uh, texting him and calling him while he was at dinner with his wife. I would reach out to him on Saturdays. He got back to me. Very experienced loan officer. So if you are looking to buy a home or if you're a first-time home buyer, check out Carney Bank. I had a very great experience with them. Uh, visit CarneyBank.com for more information and benefits for their first-time homebuyer program. You are not going to regret it. CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Jerry, when we come back, we have more sports talk. That's the tease? <laughs> Eddie, hit it. God. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, less talk, more rock. All right, 25 in front of five. Well, not quite, but almost. It is Al and Jerry till 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Al had a great tease before the break. More sports. Sports talk. I wonder where we're going here. 
Did you? This was a surprise over the weekend. Out of nowhere, A Rod bought the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, he's in the process of. It's they're not his yet. Him and this billionaire, they have an exclusive negotiating window now of thirty days to get a deal done. Uh, the billionaire, I think, is the owner of Walmart. How about that? So they have money behind it. This is unlike the Met thing where it was him and J-Lo and putting together a whole bunch of investors and it would have been a little weird. This looks like they got plenty of cash. This seems like a done deal the way it was. I know what you're saying. They get 30 days to negotiate. And they have an agreement. Ones. Yeah, so yeah, they announced an like agreement. They would not have announced that agreement unless they felt like they could get her, get her done. Still got to figure it out. Still got to put pen to ink. And good news, you also get the Minnesota Lynx, the WNBA team's package deal. So you get both. You own two franchises. Most get one. Two. They get two. All right. For example, if you'd have bought the Mets, you don't get, well, I guess you get the Mets. Do you get the Mets minor league teams? when you Don't know the answer to that. I would think (laughs) so. I don't know. Uh, You get the Brooklyn Cyclones. They're probably run by the, well, I was going to say the Wilpons. By the Mets, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, you probably do get the minor league teams. Right, because you'd say, who owns the Brooklyn Cyclones? You go, the Mets do. And you would get the Port St. Lucie Mets, the St. Lucie Mets. A lot of teams. Yeah. A lot to do. So I guess you get the Minnesota Timberwolves D-League as well. The, well, it's called the, the the G-League, but, I mean, if you want the D-League, go right ahead. I mean, I don't know what, what did D-League you're it? talking about. Uh, five years ago? Was it ever the D-League? Yeah. Years and years it. and years ago. Well, but cl- once again, you got your pulse on uh, sports. I'm a classic sports viewer, Jerry. Classic. I see uh, Kyrie's going to miss another game due to personal reasons. Yes. No Kyrie tonight. No James Harden tonight. Uh, who else? A few people. No Tyler Johnson tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no LaMarcus Aldridge tonight. Who's playing? I don't know. And Kevin Durant is on a minute's limit. But other than that, it's going to be outstanding. And they lost Saturday night to the Lakers. What I mean, whatever. And Kyrie didn't uh, give us a reason other than personal reasons. We're really at the point. No, he never does. We're really at the point now where, and I hate to say this, but this is another case where I don't care for the product anymore. Why even bother playing? Like, let's just take 16 teams and have a playoff tournament every year. There's Really, there's no point to this. Right, that's what, any of these seasons that are really long, like baseball and basketball, yeah, the, the, the individual games feel meaningless. They are. now and, Unless you go on a streak of wins or streak of losses. They're meaningful for the teams that are, like the Knicks right now are eighth in the East. They are a game or so ahead of the ninth place team. But they're only a few games behind the fourth-place team. So four through, like, nine in the East, meaningful in terms of seeding and how good you can be. But you look at, like, the Nets and the Sixers, it's a waste of time. They're just going to keep winning. They'll win more games, they're going to lose. They'll be the top couple of seeds, and it's all about just getting to the playoffs. And it's all like, what are we watching for? You rest everybody till you get to the playoffs. Like, it used to mean something to play every game and try and win every game. And now it's just like, that yeah, will be fine. That yeah, will be good. Let's just get to the postseason. Michael Jordan wouldn't take days off like this. Michael Jordan never took days off. But it's a different. The money has ruined a lot, man. It really yeah. has. You know, good for them for making it. I don't begrudge anybody for making money. Go for it. But the games suck. Regular season. Yes. I hope he doesn't need personal time off for the playoffs. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they're up three games to none. I'm going to take the the game four off. Need a personal I don't know. And sadly, I wouldn't put anything past anybody anymore. Would you? I would not. Like, would you be shocked? Nets up three games to none, first round of the playoffs against whoever, the Miami Heat. I'm just, whatever, throwing that team out there. Or the Pacers or whoever might. Maybe the Knicks. Who knows? They're up three games to none. 
Kyrie's not playing game four, personal reasons. Would you be shocked? I would not. Nor would I. When I saw this story this morning or late last night, not shocked. Maybe he doesn't want to fly. He didn't make the last road trip. Is that right? I don't, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm saying maybe, maybe there's something going on right. where he doesn't want to go on the road to certain places. Maybe I have he doesn't no, trust the air and airplanes. The Could circulation. Be. Of course, it's a private jet. Maybe they allow smoking on those planes. Private plane. And he doesn't want that. And I don't think that's allowed on any plane. Mm. So probably not the reason. I think when they that they still will put the no smoking sign, they'll still light it up on the plane. Yeah. In case you were wondering. I know we haven't been able to smoke on planes in 35 years, but no smoking in case you were thinking of lighting up a Marlboro Red. <laughs> I still say I see someone smoking a cigarette. It looks weird. <laughs> Very weird. I agree. I'm like, what is this person's right. problem? Yeah, it's Especially... either it's either a joint now, yeah. <laughs> or the the electric cigarettes or whatever the vapes. Oh, the vapes. Yeah. Yes. I smell when I'm walking my dog. I smell weed everywhere in neighborhoods. It's just weed everywhere. Yeah. I went to Stop and Shop the other morning. Weed. Turned down an aisle. Woman looked uh, motherly. <laughs> smelled of weed. I'm sure she did. Like, what is going on here? People are smoking weed. Oh, that's what's going on. That's you need, what it you is? need to jump on the weed bandwagon. No, the weed wagon. I don't want to inhale weed though. Maybe I'll just start eating weed. You could do that. Start eating the gummies. <laughs> then I won't smell of weed when I'm in the supermarket. No, you'll just be in a nice weed haze. Yeah. Oh, imagine just walking around in a weed haze all day. Imagine you becoming a, a weekend stoner. Right. <laughs> like I'm all good Monday through. Like Sunday, Sunday at three p.m. That's until when it stops. Friday at noon, and I just weed it all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Uh, I'll tell you what—you have more fun. Yeah, you might actually go out to dinner after five p.m. Oh man, <laughs> be a little more carefree. Yeah, hey, be very. Gina, carefree. how about we do this? We go out to dinner at seven p.m. on yeah. Friday. Let's go with seven. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not home. I'm just feeling relaxed. But I'm used to 4.30. <laughs> I like when she goes, uh, do we need reservations? I go, no. <laughs> no, we don't. Not when we go. If there are no tables, I'll throw an old couple out. <laughs> steal their, I'll rough them up and steal their table. Even if it was busy, you go so early, there'd be plenty of time. You'd be the next one in. Yeah, they would let me in. My, my parents did, My parents got excited because they were going to go out to dinner for the first time. But, since. But they, then they realized you go earlier than they do. <laughs> well, about the same time. My mother goes. Um, they were they were very excited to go to Longhorn Steakhouse after they got their yeah. their um, coronavirus things. They're very excited. their vaccine vaccine. And I I said, oh, did you ever go to your steakhouse? Said, oh yeah, we went Monday night. We had to wait a little while. Like, you had to wait on a Monday night at five o'clock. How about that? This is all old people down there. Well, you know what? That and I'm sure they still have tables spaced out a little bit, That's so they're not at said. full capacity. That could be part of it too. You never know. Some places, some places are really complying with the. Are they rules? I don't even know if they're rules. Are they rules or guidelines? I think rules. Well, most people are complying. Some don't. You're right. Some don't. But I think if you go, I we saw one restaurant that clearly was not. Place was packed. Right. And no one seems to care. No, no one cares. Yeah. To each his own. Jerry, not only did uh, the rain take away our Mets game yesterday and a Marcus Stroman start, there was a rain delay at uh, Madison Square Garden. At the Knicks game. Yeah, leaky roof. It happens. <laughs> a leaky roof? It happens. Yeah. It was raining in Madison Square Garden yesterday? Yeah, but you know what? They got the gorilla tape up there. They did? <laughs> they closed the gap in the <laughs> hole. <laughs> that or what's the thing where you can actually... Um, with the boat. Yeah. 
They went and flex sealed the hole. They're good. I would do both. I'd flex seal the hole, put gorilla tape over it, and then flex seal over the gorilla tape. Perfect. Never, no more leaks at the garden. Nothing is going to come leaking. That's got to be embarrassing, right? If you're James Dolan, yeah. Like guys, it's Madison Square Garden. Right. How do we have a, a leak in the roof? Right now, who goes up there? Maintenance guy? I guess so. Is he like outside on the roof? I would think he could fall through the. Well, that's not a. That's not one of those. He can't uh, fall through. It's not made of styrofoam. It's not one of those. Uh, you know, they have those air parachute type material on some of these domes. You know, this is a real building. Oh, <laughs> this is not an air this dome. This is not like the RCA dome oh in uh, Indianapolis. No. You've been to Madison Square Garden. I have. No, it's so got a real roof. Can go up on the roof. Yes, of course they can. I didn't see it. I don't know. But imagine having to go up on the roof of the garden in the pouring rain and the wind like it was yesterday. Hope they're getting paid well. They're like, could you get up there and... I hate heights, too. Me, too. There's no chance I could do that. I don't care how much you get paid. I couldn't do it. Me, neither. No, thanks. I'm not going up there and and fixing a leaky And they did it quick. 14 minutes. They fixed the leaky roof in 14 minutes? I think it was a 14-minute delay. Flex seal. You're right. Flex seal, gorilla tape, gorilla glue. All that stuff. Done deal. Crazy glue. Listen, if you can put together a boat with it, right, you can definitely close a little leak. I wonder how big the hole was. <laughs> it has see. to be the size of a basketball, minimally, right? In order to no, no. All you need is a few drips. Hmm. Once that comes down and the court keeps getting wet, I mean, you can't you can't play on it. I wonder how they knew it wasn't because uh, sometimes the court gets wet with sweat. Drip, drip. Trip. You're saying they saw it falling from the ceiling? I'm sure they saw the water splash. Okay. Again, I wasn't up to see it. I don't know. Yeah. And I will check at some point. But uh, Baseball uh, people were up in arms yesterday when the Phillies-Braves game ended on a play at the plate wherein it looked like Bryce Harper never touched the plate and was called safe. Yes. This was – it was the top of the ninth, though. It was not – it didn't end the game. Top of the ninth. Correct. And then they even looked at replay. They did look at replay. And still called him safe. Yeah, and it was not Bryce Harper. It was Alec Baum. What? <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. Alec Baum scored on Didi Gregorius' sack fly in the ninth inning. It was a shallow fly ball to left field. Mm-hmm. Baum went, and he doesn't He doesn't touch the plate. He, he gives one of those um, jump slides. He went over the plate. No, he actually didn't. He no. slid to the left. Did you see it or no? I did. I watched the replay. He slid a little bit to the left. Mm-hmm. And so because of the way he slid, he jumped up. And his foot never got down on the ground. And I guess he thought he caught the left side of the plate. He didn't. Replay. Here's where I, I think the reason why they didn't overturn it. And I, as we're sitting here saying he didn't touch the plate, the angle, you can't be 100% sure if he touched it or not. It sure looks like he didn't. But unless you have the angle coming down the line, which I don't think they had. Maybe they did. I, I don't know. But all the replays I've seen this morning was really from an angle where the foot blocked the plate. And while it looks like the front part's up and he misses it, I don't know how you're 100% sure that he didn't clip it. And that ump was right there. He was. He, he also was made the right call there. really quick. He did. I thought. It was like he made up his mind before it happened. I'd be so nervous if I was an ump, like, right in that moment, like, don't blink, don't blink. Like, what if you blink right when the Well, then you'd miss it, yeah. Then you miss it. Of course, you thought it was Bryce Harper, so perhaps you blinked when you watched the replay. (laughs) (laughs) If I was the ump, um, I'd be like, Bryce Harper touched the home plate. Like, dude, you blinked. It wasn't even Bryce Harper. (laughs) (laughs) And you saw it, and you thought it was Bryce Harper. (laughs) I saw it. I read about it. 
Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know where my confusion is with Bryce Harper. I have Harper. no idea. It was Alec Boom. Boom. 535. We still have more to do. Hey, more sports talk oh, coming up, up next. That, Jerry. Matter of fact, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in sports, and I don't know why it's not more of a lead story somewhere. It should be. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll get to it next. Who knows? Right here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. All right, 542. We are that close to, as they call it, the Boomer and Geo program coming up here on The Fan. I want to ask you one thing because this, to me, I saw this and my head turned. Uh, and I'm sure, I think you had it on the show sheet. Maybe it maybe didn't. Ooh, I'm not so. sure. I mean, you probably did. I'm not 100% sure. Let me just pull this up because I want to get the name proper and give the, the correct credit. So here we go. So this is something, how this is not a bigger story, I don't know. But women's college softball, North Texas beats Arkansas Pine Bluff 3 nothing. Now you're sitting there saying, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. And here's why. This girl, Hope Troutwine, throws a perfect game. For the first time in Division One history, all 21 batters she struck out. That's I, incredible. I did include her in the show sheet. It was. Okay, I wasn't sure. It's at the bottom because it is softball. That but is, it is an incredible feat. It's never been done before. So they play seven inning games, evidently. Yes, 21 correct. up, 21 down, all strikeouts. All by strikeout? I mean, are you kidding me? Couldn't someone have bunted? What are we doing here? Lay well, down a bunt. And that was actually one of the things I thought because my first question was, did they blow them out? That's a 3 nothing game. At some point, yeah. And maybe they tried to bunt. I don't know. you got to get a base runner. But, and, the, and the game story was not much. It was only like three paragraphs. So I'd be curious if someone tried to bunt their way on. I also would like to see some highlights. This girl must have been throwing gas. Have you ever tried to t- hit against fast-pitch softball? No, but I saw uh, the Jenny Finch. Sure. You know, I saw her uh, throw balls past Craig, I think. she Well, she came and played against us. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. That was She was on Rob Manfred's team, yeah, correct? Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah, no, she throws very fast. And, Jerry, the one highlight I saw on SportsCenter was taken from, like, the first base, like, coaching box with uh, an iPhone. Yeah, because they, well, I would have thought the schools would have had some sort of a video stream, but clearly not if that's the only highlight that they had. But, yeah, you know what? Kudos to her. That's outstanding. Very nice. I, You know, I'm a righty, unfortunately, but if I was a lefty, I'd love to do a drag bunt. Oh, my God, I'd love to drag bunt, break up a no-hitter in softball, just drag bunt it right down the line. That sounds fun. And then antagonizer by taking a big lead off first base. Wasn't Wally Backman really good at that? The drag bunt? Yeah. yeah. That's not fair. Why is it not fair? Because as a righty, I got a, I got an extra step that I've got to, to try to put down a bunt. Yes, you do. That is very true. But you fair. also have the advantage with a lefty pitcher. Lefty on lefty is harder than righty on righty. Is that right? Yeah. Man, I would love to, if I was like super fast. Like I remember uh, Willie McGee on the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That dude could probably drag bunt right down the line and beat it out. If you've got speed, yeah, go for it. No one does it anymore. I was gonna say I don't see it very often. The game is it's all about hitting home runs. It really oh, is. If I was like a thin ball player, well, fast, I I would even just bat lefty. Like I don't know how long it would take for teams to catch on, but every time I got in the box lefty, I dragged bunt. You think that would eventually catch on in the in the binders where they'd be like, if this guy gets, I would left think side of the once box, you do it a couple bunting. of once you do it a couple of times, you're in the scouting report. 
as like a even against the drag left, bunter. Like even against the yeah. lefty, all of a sudden I'm a switch hitter and I show up in the sure. batting lefty. They'd be like, this guy's going to drag one. Keith we'll, Hernandez would see you and he'd be 30 feet from you <laughs> waiting for you to drag bunt, hoping you don't hit a line drive at his face. Oh, I would, if I saw that, if I was going to do my drag bunt and the first baseman came all the way in, I would line one right down his throat. I always thought that was the most dangerous thing I ever saw. <laughs> and he would do it anytime a pitcher came up. He'd be like, come on, like daring him. Good swing. You can't hit. Oh, my God. He would creep all. And there would be times it'd be even closer than 30 feet. Yeah. And, man, that's dangerous. Very dangerous. Very Especially dangerous. if you get a hitter who could swing, a, a pitcher who could swing it. Yeah, like a Jacob deGrom Jer- or Matt Harvey who could yeah. hit. Yeah. Jerry and Moore, no hit news. San Diego Padres finally got a no hitter. And it is their first in history. Joe Musgrove is this fellow's name, and evidently he's even from the... He is from the area. That area. So hometown boy makes good. There was a very douchey quote, uh, tweet. Did is you see this? Right? Yes. I did not. A douchey tweet? I've oh, never seen one, Jerry. This was, yeah. And I was going to respond, but I'm like, you know what? I'm laying off Twitter on the weekends. I'm not going oh, to waste my time. They wrote to us a douchey tweet? No, oh, no, You no. just saw it and was like, I just I thought it was a douchey thing to write. Okay. I want to see if I can find About it. So you no continue. Hitter. Yeah, yeah. All right. So he allowed one base runner. He hit someone with a pitch. So no walks, no hits allowed, no errors. But he did allow one base runner. He would have had a perfect game. How about this also, Jerry? He said on game days, this Joe Musgrove, when he pitches, he slams a ton of water. It's just what he does. Yes. He said he had to pee. And normally he would pee when the Padres were at bat. But he was afraid that peeing would break up the mojo of the no-hitter, so he didn't pee. I respect that. Absolutely yeah. respect that. Boy, now You get it in your head that you have to pee and you don't pee, it intensifies. It sure can. I didn't like it, and I can't play it. I don't like his language. The way he said it. Oh, okay. He used the word is unfit for Cannot play broadcast. It. Cannot play it. And that's, that's weird that that word you're not allowed to use for urine. Correct. You cannot. Strange. So this was Anthony DeComo. Oh, did you see this? I did not. And there's he's. I'm not saying he's wrong. There's just no. There's no need for this. Wow, Joe Musgrove does it, and the Padres have their first no hitter. The Mets are now the only team in Major League history without a no hitter that didn't include a blown call that would have changed the outcome if ruled correctly. What a jerk! Why? Why would you do that? Why write that? We get it. The ball hit the foul. Hit the line. Come on, Tacoma. That's not right. That's That's not right. That's just douchey. That's sour grapes. And douchiness. And he covers the team. Yeah, that's... I don't care for that. No. I started Not writing about my... Uh, what were you going to write? This is an incredibly douchey thing to write. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Not wrong, but there's this, there's no need for it. No need. I think what I started to write was, this is incredibly unnecessary and douchey. And I'm like, eh. That would have been good. Why bother? Just, I don't have the energy for it. Like I said, no Twitter on the weekend. It's I'm fine. Can somebody write that too, Mr. Tacomo, in lieu of Jerry doing it? Well, I think Alyssa Rose oh, wrote back right? to him. She wrote, hey, WTF there, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. I actually thought that was kind of comical. I like that. And I can only imagine the other responses he got. Yeah. I didn't look at I didn't look at them all, but I saw hers and I found that amusing. Yeah. So but no, good for him. That's kind of neat though that he got through and they finally got their first no hitter. And that's cool. All good. Now, and you know what was neat too about it? That was in Texas, was it not? It was. You did it in a place. Not only it was sold out, but there were a lot of fans there. A lot of there. fans. So you had the juice going for the no-hitter, the fans hoping you don't get the no-hitter, and yet right in the face. I love a no-hitter early in the season. Feels cool. Well, you also think they're easy to do. 
They're easier, yeah. Easier like a, than what? A perfect game? Yes. Yeah. They're easier than going 21 up, 21 down all by strikeout. Yes. Yes. But they're not easy. Would they count a no-hitter? Let me ask you this in baseball. You may not know the answer. Uh, Doubleheader, seven-inning game, no-hitter. I, I think it has not to. I, how would it not be? Yeah. If it, You know, you mentioned the doubleheader, too. I find this interesting. So because the Met game was postponed yesterday, they're making it up in August as part of a split doubleheader with different admissions. So yes. are they playing two nine-inning games then, or are they two seven-inning games that you're charging? Because the cool thing about Ooh, the seven-inning doubleheader was I think it was single admission because it's two seven-inning games. If you're telling me now that we're doing split doubleheaders, right. are we doing split nine-inning games, or are you charging full price for a seven-inning game and out? Because that's, that's not right. That is not right. That's a great question. Weird. Anyway, very weird. Five fifty. Are you doing this and then taking us to the Odyssey Sports Minute? I do, Jerry. I wanted to tell you and everybody else out there about Carney Bank, especially those of you who are still paying rent. Why would you do that? Get yourself a mortgage instead. I had to was paying rent for like three years before I bought my Bradley Beach place. What a dope I was! Uh, I bought that a year ago. I'm building equity in my home. That's what you want to do. If you're looking to buy, or if you're a first time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. I hooked up with my man Dave and sent them a lot of text messages. They have a first-time homebuyer program that offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. A lot of people say I can't buy because I don't have a 20% down payment. Don't need that at Carney Bank. Don't hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Amy Lawrence has a sports minute. I have no idea. On the creation of a golf legend. Ooh, who's that? It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got Boomer and Gio coming up at 6. Hideki Matsuyama wins the Masters. Yankees beat the Rays. The Mets and Marlins postponed. Knicks beat the Raptors. Nets going to Minnesota tonight. No Kyrie. What else, Al? And Jerry, the warm-up show is brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. I did see Derrick Henry, who's one of my favorite players in the NFL, Jerry. He is uh, excited for the single-digit jersey numbers, but really wants the NFL to bring back throwback helmets, which I'm 100% for. Yeah. I, I need the Houston Oilers helmet, although I don't even know who would get that. The Tennessee Titans, I guess. That's who it should be. I need Bucko Bruce and the orange Tampa Bay helmet. What else do I need? I need, you know what I hate, though? When they bring back those throwback helmets with no logos on the side. What's the point of that? I don't know. The Steelers have a helmet with no logo on the side. Well, they have one on one uh, side. One on one side, one on not on the other. But like they'll throw, they'll do like the Lions throwback, no decal. Bears, no decal. Well, wasn't that Packers. how it was back in the '30s? Yeah, but, but that's that's what I mean. Like they throw it back too far sometimes. So now it's too far for you. Yeah, too far back throwback. Why don't you just become the commissioner of football? Oh, Jerry, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Who do I speak with? Uh, Roger Goodell. Oh, I would love to. Go be an intern. Like, you know how a player wants yes. to be a coach? They got to take, like, an internship. Yes. Why don't you go do You have plenty of time. Go do an internship for all afternoon. So leave here at, like, uh, after the show. 10.30. You're in the NFL offices by 11. <laughs> work till 4. Get home at 6. Go to bed. Mr. Goodell, if you have a few minutes, I would love to get old. Me and Mr. Derrick Henry would love to see some of the old throwback. Mr. Goodell. Who hired the old bald dork? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goodell, please. <laughs> This won't take much of your time. 
you trying to get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you roaming the offices of the NFL. <laughs> and it'd be great if they do throwback helmets uh, next year. They'd be like, I had a very consistent young man who was an intern. <laughs> Maybe you and Olive can go hide in office again <laughs> like the old times. <laughs> we had a very persistent, very young man. He must be, oh, I don't know, 20 years old or so. Coming up tonight, we've got Yankees Blue Jays baseball at 625.